You like easy money? Well, thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. A game hasn't ended 0-0 since, well, World War II, so this is a sure thing. Head to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and any team scores between the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks, and you win! The best bet is the one you cannot lose. MyBookie is also playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get in the game. Join now. Head to MyBookie.ag today and use our promo code ZABE and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's right, double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and receive double your first deposit and get started with MyBookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Grandparents. At Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation. Distributor. Hear that? Is that America cheering? Or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Today on the ZabeCast, special guest, Zabe's brother from another mother. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. A Baltimore kid who grew up closer to the Brady Bunch than the wire. So you were like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> not, Come on, not some in, of mama's not, hamburger. It's just as good as McDonald's. It's better than McDonald's. Not as poor, but the same thing, yeah. And a grown-ass man who doesn't have any time for anything less than the bare-knuckle truth. And the truth shall set you free! And now... Ready to call out all the number one bullshit in the world. Notorious J-A-Y. Oh, here we go. Fancy new open. I love the open. Who dis, as the kids like to say. <laughs> yeah, new open. <laughs> Who dis? Exactly. Hold on. Post coming. I do love this song, though. And by the way... We are coming plausibly live tonight from the Mobile Strike Studio, Ooh. which is now going to become the exclusive home of the ZabeCast. All ZabeCasts shall originate from the Mobile Strike Studio, including ones like this, when I could just do it in my home studio. Did Mrs. Zabin kick you out of the house? <laughs> no, not yet, but no. Not yet. <laughs> Any married Any man, it's now. just a matter of time. No, you know, I was just sort of thinking about stuff. And first of all, from a tax write-off standpoint, this is good to be able to say, 
every podcast I do is from in here. But secondly, the way I can tape it now video-wise, it just makes sense. It looks clean. And I've also gone to a new format, new format, who dis Jay, where when I have a guest on, the guest is going to have the entire run of the 30-minute show. So in other words, I won't say stuff on the front end or the back end of you Ooh. or Ron or anyone else. And there's a reason for that. You know why? I, I have no idea. I'm waiting. Because not all of my takes are agreed upon by everybody. And so let's say I uncork a take that makes somebody a little bit uncomfortable. And it's on the front end of a podcast that they did with me. They go send the link to the podcast like, hey, I was on this good podcast with this guy, Zabin. And then they hear my rant about COVID or something, and that person's like, ooh, ooh, that guy. So this way... Well, there should be a disclaimer, though. The thoughts and views are strictly Steve Zabin and Steve Zabin's alone. We could always do a disclaimer. We could always do a disclaimer. Now, I will do some solo shows where it's like, okay. You you, you can spew any crazy COVID that you want to. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that out loud? <laughs> don't give me don't give me started on that, Jay. Did you see? Did you first of all? Did you like the fact that stadiums are full this weekend in college football? I did because I heard. I can't remember what stadium they were singing. Uh, jealousy, Mister Brightside. Oh, yeah, yes. not jealousy, Mister Brightside. But that was yeah. Michigan Stadium. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool, and I'm kind of waiting for. Even I said I said the jump around is, is one of my favorites. Uh, Florida singing uh, "Won't Back Down" by Tom Petty. No way, is pretty special. Florida also. sang that, huh? No, they do. That's their Here. new thing. They sing "I Won't Back Down." It is awesome. All right, here's Mr. Brightside by Mission. Hundred and ten thousand, Jay. Yes. By the way, the other thing is I can show. The videos, like when I post this to YouTube. I mean, they're singing the, like the, I don't know if they put the words on the screen, but it. I would have to know the words. I would have to have a sheet out for sure. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot something. Yeah. Fuck Carol. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, fuck Carol to the moon. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that guy. Fuck that, that gal. Hi, Carol. I know you're yeah. listening because I, I, you can't not listen. You're hate listening right now. Yeah, with with a scowl. But anyway, you know, I literally, like, this is the first time I've, because I did promise to begin with that and end with. Can Beatrice. But anyway, I was very happy. By the way, there's nothing better than college football. As no. much as I love pro football, I enjoy I could watch any rando college football game. If you give me the Giants and the Jaguars, I could not right. shut the drapes fast enough. <laughs> right, because college is a spectacle. And the spectacle's yeah. not complete without fans. So that's a good yeah. thing. All right, let's get to the big story, which is they say they go in threes. Ed Asner, Ed Asner, Willard Scott, and Michael K. Williams, a.k.a. 
Omar from The Wire. Talk about an odd threesome right there. Which one of these just doesn't belong? This has hit many fans of The Wire really, really hard. Are you one? Uh, Oh, I was talking to my best friend growing up today, and I here was my hot take. Behind Tony Soprano, Omar from The Wires is the greatest HBO character ever. That's what I said. To, and, and again, I'm a guy that's watched one and a half episodes of The Wire, but I promise oh, oh, I'm going to well, keep digging in. I'm going to get through this thing. I know, and I'm going to love it when it's all said and done. It just is a sticky wicket for me. But I said he is the equivalent, the exact equivalent of Tony Soprano for The Wire. He Right, he is. Yeah, he and he died in, in, oh, in the episode. Ah, spoiler! He, he, no, don't tell me. Oh shit! Yeah, but J- he Jay, was, trust me. I'm gonna pretty much assume guys die. Oh, okay. In the water. <laughs> well, two things. He wasn't supposed to be in that many episodes. He just illuminated over the people who wrote it so much that they said, we got to put this guy in the show. Right. He was only supposed to be in like three episodes. No shit. No shit. And then he became this central figure where he thrived <laughs> on a reputation of being this badass. He was a ghetto Robin Hood. He robbed from the drug dealers and didn't give back to the poor, but kept it for it. But he robbed the drug dealers. That's what he said on the, on the, um, he was on trial. Well, he wasn't on trial. He was a witness in a death, and the judge says, what do you do? And he said, and I quote, I robs drug dealers. Wow. So, yes. what, what was this scene here that I played for you before? It's in the alley. Oh, whistling the – oh, is that the That's one? Oh, him and Brother Muzon. Have, yes. Okay, who's Brother Muzon? Brother Muzon was muscle that the Stringer – not the Stringer Bell, now. the Barksdale family it's brought in from New York. Omar. And this guy's all dressed real nice yeah, and clean. He's, and he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a the, the fruit of Islam. You know, they dress like that. Oh, yeah. we'll move slow. And at one point in Baltimore, the fruit of Islam uh, protected the um, high rises. No shit. Yes. I knew you come back. I trust you didn't lose sleep over it. Worrying about you be like wondering if the sun gonna come up. Ain't about to wild out over it. Michael K. Hamilton died of a drug overdose, and he had had yeah. drug problems in the past. He started out as a dancer for a number he, of hip hop acts, and I thought I saw. I thought I saw some video. Yeah, um, one hundred percent by Baltimore's own Crystal Waters. He he uh, choreographed that video, which I'm probably sure it's under. It's over like eight million views on YouTube today, but it was kind of a hit in like ninety whatever. Yeah, but he yeah he choreographed I, that video. I I read somewhere in an oblique reference that he was gay, or no? It was very nobody ever said anything. It was maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Who really cares? I think he might have been in the Vogue video also with Madonna. I think I, I I could be wrong, but I seem to remember that coming up somewhere also. Okay. He had a huge scar on his face. Which he got, he was slashed, yes. And what was that in? Like, in a drug deal, just growing up rough? Never remember, never but I remember on a uh, talk show, him talking about that. By the way, Obama's favorite character in The Wire was Omar.
Oh, really? Well, what wasn't, that wasn't he like everybody's favorite character? Who would be character <laughs> favorites number two, three, and four? Um, well, Michael B. Jordan played a lovable yet irascible kid named Wallace who ended up getting killed, but everybody Ooh. loved that character. Well, Michael, B is, Michael got, B is dreamy, let's be honest. He's like... <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> number three, there's a, there's a, a character, her, her name on the show was Snoop. Real name is Snoop. Snoop Parsons, Felicia. She played a killing machine uh, lesbian, also in real life, killed somebody, spent eight years in Jessup. Damn. Uh, she was... They got they got the characters for real. They got them right. There yeah. was no fakeness. Uh, so those are probably your top three. All right. Yeah. So when I first saw this news, knowing how I once mistook Adrice Elba for Eric LaSalle on uh, ER fame, because you know my black radar gets jammed a lot of times. You know, <laughs> if they're not if they're not baseball, basketball, or football, you don't know. <laughs> no, it's it, no. I just easily confuse, which you know is my own problem. But uh, my first thought was, oh no. The guy who also played the Somali pirate and Captain Phillips. And okay. Can I tell you oh, who's the guy yeah, who I, played? Look at me! Look at me! I'm the captain. No, now. nobody knows who he is. So really? My no, he's he's been so. My friend uh, Damon worked on a lot of films, and he worked on Captain Phillips, and he was telling me a story. Uh, oh, he's a, he's a Somali American actor. He's skinny yes. as fuck. And he and the Somali guy was telling my friend Damon while they were not shooting how he was going to get an agent and kind of be big in Hollywood. And Damon's like, yeah, right. He's like, bro, this was the one movie you yes. were so suited for. Yes. A skinny yeah. black Somali pirate. There's right, not a lot right. of those movies being made. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lance Mannion. Is that who? And, no. And by the way, we no, 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 no. Barkad Abdi. It doesn't matter. Pardon. Guy who was in Captain Phillips, <laughs> who you've never heard from again. That's his name. Okay. Well, can you imagine him yelling at his agent? Call Disney. They're making another Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm a pirate. Get me in that. They're like, nah, it's not that kind of pirate movie. <laughs> God damn it. This is my career. <laughs> what, if, what if this guy Bakdad Abdi was like pitching rom-coms like I'm big now I'm the guy why am I not in a movie with Kerry Washington <laughs> yes. he's demanding the hottest yes. black co-stars yes. why like, am I not in a movie with her I, right, that's crazy look at me look at me I could definitely yeah. make love to Kerry Washington <laughs> Kerry Washington yes <laughs> oh shit well rest in peace Michael K. Hamilton all I can say is a lot of people loved him as an actor and as a character on the show. And he had full chops. He did other stuff as well. But he said in an interview he was just sort of passing through the Hollywood phase. He didn't think that that was his true calling in life. He was in a great show on HBO called Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country that was on. It was one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen, but he was wonderful in it. Uh, he played in Boardwalk Empire. Played Chalky White. Chalky a White, great, yeah, a great, a great gangster. He, it was he's Michael K. Williams, great actor. Yeah. Rest in peace. Not Chad McBoseman. Not no. on that level. One rung below, he, which no, is not really saying anything bad about him. Right, but no really Don, good, no Don Cheadle either. Oh, that's that's the, the, Don Cheadle and Jeffrey Wright. And Denzel, that's the trinity right Ooh. now. If, Ooh, if okay, now we got to go Black Pantheon of actors. 
Sidney Poitier, Don Cheadle, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, who else did I say? I said so I just said another one. Shoot. Who who did I? I wait a minute. Don Cheadle. Oh, uh, Denzel. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What about, what about Sam Jackson? Sydney no, Sydney Poitier, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, Don Cheadle. Oh, that, that's come the list. on. That's the Morgan list. Morgan fucking Freeman. Again. Jamie just, fucking Fox. Jamie Fox is the most talented out of all. Because Forrest Whitaker. Threat. Not as good as the people I just named. Larry Fishburne. Close. Cuba Again. Gooding Jr. Come on. It's a lot Boat of trip people. was Cuba, great. Radio Cuba, was great. <laughs> Cuba, Cuba Gooding has been canceled. Didn't you get the memo? No. Yeah, he like sexually harassed women on set. Oh, no. So yeah. he's out. He's out. So if they pitched him Radio 2, he probably wouldn't take that. <laughs> oh, even. I would have laughed at that. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't that what, what What was the line in um, Tropic Thunder? I don't want to say it. Tropic Thunder it. about going full retard? You can't go full retard. That's what he said. Here, let me see you if this is. Let me see if that bite is still on YouTube. I bet you it's not. You don't think so? Well, I don't you're think wrong. It is. When I was doing Jack, that I actually felt <laughs> retarded. Simple like, really Jack. Retarded. <laughs> My teeth retarded. I rode bus retarded. Damn. In a weird way, Damn. I just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. Be moron. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. <laughs> when I was playing the character. When you was the character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as Jack. Definitely. Yeah. Jack. Stupid ass Jack. Simple, simple Jack. <laughs> I'm literally belly laughing now. I don't think I've ever had this stomach contractions like this in a long time. I need to watch Talladega Nights once a okay. year minimum, and this movie once a year minimum. But thinks he is. That's tricky. Hmm. Tricky. Is that working with Mercury? It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. That's mm. what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hats off a of goonie. Especially knowing that the Academy is about that shit. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, <laughs> yes, retarded, maybe. Braces on his legs. But he trying to stand up next to in palm competition. That ain't retarded. And he was a goddamn war hero. You know any retarded war heroes? <laughs> ben Affleck. Ben. ben went full retard, man. <laughs> oh. Never go full retard. So Cuba, Good, Cuba Gooding Jr. now would definitely take Radio 2 just because yes. he's been thoroughly and utterly canceled. Even though the radio has since passed away in like the last six months. Yeah. Okay. So. Naomi Osaka, Jay, is in a bad place right now mentally. Have you seen – I'm going to play yes. for you I'm play for you her press conference when she got bounced from the U.S. Open. Number one player in the world still, right? Despite not having played a couple majors this year? No, no, she's not. The chick from Ash Barty. Oh, Ash Barty is now. Okay, yeah, Ash know Barty. your tennis players. Barton, yeah. Ash Barty. Okay, so um, here she is after her third round loss, just looking totally devastated. In, like, the hallway? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. How do I go around seeing this? I feel like for me... Recently, um, like when I win, I don't feel happy. I feel more like a relief. Um, and then when I lose, I feel very sad. And I don't, I don't think that's normal. And I didn't really want to cry. But basically, I feel like... Um, 
Gentlemen, I'm done. Okay. Thank you. No, I kind of want to finish this, though. I'm sorry. I, I mean, Jay, it's just painful. She is in a bad place. And I don't know how she got there, but I'm just going to blame fucking social media because nine out of ten chance it's definitely that. I think there's this generation of athletes, when you're number one in the world, once upon a time, you were riding high. You were loving life. You had made it. Now it's different. I don't. There's a writer who writes for the undefeated who I've become friendly with over the years. His name is Jerry Bembry. I don't know if you know. I heard of Jerry Bembry. Yeah. Okay. No relation to Al Bumbry, former Oriole. Well, it's well, it's Bembry, but close. (laughs) Bembry and Brumbry. And he wrote an article about Naomi Osaka, and I said. I know I'm going to get blasted. This was on his Facebook page. And I said, I know I'm going to get blasted. But maybe she's just not built for this life. It is a tough life. It's okay. Right. Just because, I mean, she's very good at tennis, but it comes with a lot of other shit. And if you can't handle a simple press conference, you're not built for this life. And I mean. But she got to this point. Nobody. Plunker. She was under the radar, though. Uh, what is nobody... it? Heavy, heavy is who wears the crown? What's that saying? How that goes? When you're number, you're number four, and then you reach number one, you're okay. But when you're on top of the hill and you got to take all the questions and you can't handle it, you're not built for this. Uh, yes, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Thank you. I could not remember it all. A quote from a guy named Bill Shakespeare. Apparently, wrote a few note, a few good pieces back in the day. Old Never Bill, heard of him. Bill Shakespeare, yeah. Well, but okay, but she had to climb the ranks of competition, and but some you can do degree that quietly though. No, tennis is not as tennis is not the nineteen eighty sport where we knew. I I could have told you who the top ten women were in nineteen eighty six. I couldn't tell you who the top two are right now. Yeah, but still, you're talking about junior events, uh, pro events. I mean, she wasn't Nobody. plucked. She wasn't plucked out of nowhere, Jay. And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so, when, such a strange word. When she says, when I win, I'm not really happy, I'm just relieved. When I lose, I'm sad, but I want to cry, but maybe not. Clearly, all of her emotional software is scrambled right now, and the question is how and why. Now, some would say, well, this has been going on for years. Finally, the sports world is just acknowledging it. I would say, yes, to a certain extent, but more people are broken than ever. Here's another supporting thing. Sloan Stevens said the social media hatred is exhausting and never-ending. And she shared some tweets after she lost, one of them from a guy who said, I promise to find you and destroy your legs so hard you can't walk anymore, at Sloan Stevens. Fixer and corruption like you must be banned forever in jail. I hope you enjoyed your last moments on court today. Psychopaths out there. But that's the internet. That's social media, right? But then you got to take a, you know, take it with a grain of salt because Gunter Perch, Gunter what? Gunter what Parch was? put a, a steak you. knife in between Monica Sellis' yeah. shoulders, that like it was happen. a ribeye. I yeah. well, I know, and that's the thing. But here's here's my question: Couldn't an athlete of that caliber say, "I'm not going to be on social media"? Or any social media I have will be one step removed from being a personal account, by the likes of which it would be Sloan Stevens Tennis Foundation. And they would 
handle whatever social media she wants, and she'd be one step removed. It's like, go ahead and insult her foundation. This is not really her. You know she's not tweeting it out. Yes, there might be pictures of her on there or whatever, but it's not so personal. Couldn't an athlete say, I make enough money on the court. I don't need social media. I would do that, but I guess they all don't think like that. I wouldn't be on it. You think? Um, well, I think the other problem is they grew you up. You think with Drake this. reads his social media? No, and I'm just throwing. You know, you don't think so? No. What about Kanye? No. What about George Clooney? No. What about Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks doesn't know what social media is. Okay, so some guy. The thing with young younger athletes like Sloane Stevens, they probably actually they probably do because. That's all they've known growing they've, up. They, all they know. They've is been weaned media. on that. They grow. They've grown up on that. Is the problem, and so now they can't quit it. They can't. It's as much a part of who they are. They really get off on the adulation. Sloan, you look beautiful. Sloan, you're my favorite player. <laughs> Sloan, you're great. Great win in Australia. Blah blah blah. But then the negative stuff wounds them. They're unable to go. That's some fucking psychopath in Thailand who bet here's, 50 bucks on my match and is just reaching out to be a dick. Here's my only problem with Naomi, though. Okay. You took all the perks that came with being oh. number one. Oh, yeah. And then when it got too hard, you then said, well, I'm out. That's the only problem I have. But again, maybe she's just not built for this stuff. Everybody's not Billie Jean King. Or Chris Everett. Yeah. When it uh, comes to this. Jessica Corda from the Solheim Cup. Americans lost in a tight match, fifteen to thirteen to a very good European team. Jessica Corda said so much hate on Twitter. Look in the mirror and ask yourself if you'd speak to your loved ones the way you speak to us. Think twice before you tweet and stop hiding because we can see you. Hashtag have respect. You like easy money? Well, thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. A game hasn't ended 0-0 since, well, World War II, so this is a sure thing. Head to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and any team scores between the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks, and you win! The best bet is the one you cannot lose. MyBookie is also playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get in the game. Join now. Head to MyBookie.ag today and use our promo code ZABE and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's right, double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and receive double your first deposit and get started with MyBookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Hi, I'm Thierry Henry, and I invite you to listen to The Last Days of Maradona. It's a podcast where we will reconstruct the last moments of Diego Maradona's life. For many... November 25th of 2020 marked the death of the god. But throughout this series, we will discover that the person who died was just Diego. A father, a son, an idol. The Last Days of Maradona, a Spotify original podcast. Grandparents, at Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. 
You're an owner because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Uh, for, very quickly, I have that Solheim Cup question. Oh, uh, Jay, I'm, I'm glad you called. Uh, the help desk is available here to answer yes. all of your questions, my friend. Go right ahead. Is it so hung? Is it Europe or is it Asia and Europe? <laughs> because <laughs> yes. I would, because Europe, if it's it, it, it's the Koreans versus us, if it's is that how that goes? No, Am no. I right? Oh no, it's okay. just Europe versus the U.S. Okay, and I can assure Korea, you, we get our asses kicked. <laughs> the Koreans could mop up the best of both sides, playing left-handed, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. I, I just did. Yeah. I Which, saw that. I was like, is that how that goes? What would be interesting is, and I proposed this a long time ago, not proposed. I said they should do this there. Is that a little bit better than a proposal? Proposal yeah. implies I had some sort of a, you know, a PowerPoint and I got in front of somebody for a proposal. Here's what I just said they should do for the Ryder Cup and the captain's, or excuse me, the president's cup. I said it should be a round robin. So the winner of the Ryder Cup plays the odd man out in the President's Cup. So President's Cup is internationals, meaning everybody but Europe and the U.S., versus the U.S. every two years, right? Ooh. So some years it might be Europe versus the internationals. And the most you'd have to sit out would be one two-year cycle waiting to get back on the court. So you would have potentially Ryder Cups that are – Europe versus the internationals or even a Ryder cup that's internationals versus the U S and it would just make it spicy. You'd fight to stay on schedule as a entity. You're like, knock us off the hill. Be like a pickup court, Jay, where you don't want to get knocked off. They could do that in the LPGA. Like being relegated. Right. They could do that in the LPGA where they could do uh, the same thing, a three-way Europe, U.S., and then just Korea. Forget the internationals, although there's a lot of good Australian female players as well. I'd be all for it, but these things are big money makers. <laughs> no, they ain't Korean. Uh, the Korean women are fantastic at golf. They're really yes. good. So anyway, there's your uh, there's your Solheim Cup answer right there. The uh, okay. you know Again, and people quickly on, on Twitter tell Jessica Corder, you know, why do you let these negative tweets get to you? Like, you like all the positive ones, you don't want the negative ones. I don't know. We're in a weird place in sports where this is just, it's a problem. It's going to continue to be a problem because some of the younger generation athletes are just more fragile mentally, especially the The, gals. They've got a lot of pressures on them, you know? The worst thing about our society is the comment section on anything. It's bad. Yes, it is. Like, like Reddit. There you go. Boom. If I read one more post about (laughs) how you suck and they, and this is why it sucks. But these fuckers listen every week. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I, that's why I hate those dicks. All they will, somebody will bitch about, well, Xavier, this, it, but you listen every week. Somebody You're said an to idiot. me, somebody said to me in response to my question, should I jump in and splash around on Reddit every now and then? They said, no. no. He said, because it seems like the people on there are just some of the most negative people ever. And yes, yet they are yes. sort of your fans. Yes. Case in point. So somebody, somebody uh, after Carol's appearance. By the way, God damn it, I missed Carol. I'm glad she's back. Um, the, you want to do, do a combo the, show with Carol? 
With the Ganja Queen? Yes. Yeah. That's her nickname. Yeah, Ganja. Ganja anyway, yeah, exactly. so somebody tried to make a joke saying, well, why does Carol hate Jay? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, well, I was trying to make a joke. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. Where I come from, jokes are funny. <laughs> he, he then literally deleted his whole account and left Reddit, which <laughs> I think is a good thing. So That's funny. Yeah. Run and away! Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Oh Don't be God. a bitch. If you're going to make the dumb statement <sighs> and you get called out, I'm going to call you out. You're a bitch. All so, right. Gra- yeah. Greatest Twitter follow out there short of Club Pro Guy is Super 70s Sports. Agreed? Rex Chapman's really good, too, though. Uh, some say Rex just steals other content and okay, no, it. Super, Super 70s, though, is a favorite. It's a lunchtime favorite. I All right. When I sit down and eat, I look. Scroll, scroll, scroll. R- Ricky Cobb is the guy who runs it, and he's got he's got. It's not just the photos he finds; it's the, ra- the comments. Oh, the rapier wit of his writing, so efficient to the point and funny as fuck. So he also sells T-shirts, you know, fictional things and schools and whatnot to make money and good for him. So he now has a Bishop Sycamore T-shirt, Jay. <laughs> and here's, here is what here is what he wrote about it. You ready? Yes. When they ask you where your school is located, just tell them you made straight A's and I have no fucking idea. (laughs) Home run! Home fucking run! There was a great post and I stole it from someone, but somebody put all the the, the Bishop Sycamore board of trustees and, and people who work there, like Aunt Becky from uh, Full House was the director of admissions. Like, remember remember the guy who was like 16 and he said he was a doctor and was actually treating patients? Well, he was, of course, the the, the uh, director of uh, physicians. You know what I mean? So it was like all these made-up people, like Monica Lewinsky was the... Uh, the the director of uh, current affairs. It was just it's sort it was of, very funny. It's sort of like me getting business cards at the old station saying I was VP of snacks. VP of snacks. Yes. Which, Greatest way, fake was, title a, ever. Uh, by the way, send us your best one. fake titles in business and yes. along the lines of VP of snacks. Things that don't exist but probably should exist. So yes. now the coach or the fired coach at Bishop Sycamore, who, by the way, was writing bad checks to uh, Holiday Inns, he said, oh, also, by the way, might have had a uh, domestic dispute case. Oh, yeah, domestic they? violence, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the new Bishop Sycamore coach has said, we're not a school. That's not what Bishop Sycamore is. So, in other words, they've come clean. Tyron Jackson, who, who identifies himself on social media as the new head coach at Bishop Sycamore, which doesn't physically exist anywhere, and he's now said uh, there was a mistake on the paperwork that resulted in a misconception that Bishop Sycamore High School is actually, you know, a school. <laughs> we do not offer curriculum. They described it as a post-grad football academy. I, for one, applaud this, Jay, because the first step towards a recovery is truth, right? Being honest with yourself and others. Well, second of all, as someone who studied the Catholic religion for seven years, there's no such thing as Bishop Sycamore. There was no bishop named Sycamore, right? Right. No bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Um, Did you see the new Texas Stadium uterus porch? I did not. Texas Stadium. I'm looking it up. Look look it up right now. Uh, Pretty much it's supposed to be 
in the shape of Longhorns. Texas Stadium Uter. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Did that come up on a Google search? Came, came right up. Texas Stadium Uterus. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it that they had to kind of do some things to make it work, but it doesn't really nail the head of the Longhorn. It narrows down to a small pouring out where other teams going to want to come in there and they're going to want to put their dick in that thing. There's just no that's two ways around it. All that testosterone going on. That's pretty good. But hey, it's that's Texas. That's pretty good. It's Texas. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool right there. Texas Texas forever. Texas forever. Um, Did you see John? Uh, so you saw the Brian Kelly comments. I talked about this yesterday with Andy. Oh, this. He. Yeah. The most insufferable. I hate it. I hate People know my hatred for Dabo runs deep. <laughs> yes, it but does. This, but then Brian Kelly spoke. Well, if, if I had to rank my hatred, Scott Frost is a very close third. Why? Um, uh, because he uh, hid in the closet while Lawrence Phillips oh, was right. beating up a woman. Right. And, and he's a dick. And didn't he um, also? Didn't they also claim championship T-shirts when he was yeah, at Florida for UCF? UCF? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Brian and, Kelly, and, and by the way, hasn't done shit since he's gone back yeah. to Nebraska. By the way, has the worst winning percentage in five in, over five years span in Nebraska football history? So there you go. Yeah. Brian Kelly second, and Dabo's number one. But Brian Kelly with that stupid trying to be John McKay, which that was like in 1978. And that was actually funny when John McKay said it. Here's, because here's a little. They're, they're, yeah. Oh, they're pros. They're pros. Yeah. They're getting paid. They're not kids. Yes. Yes. And they and they went 0-14. Brian Kelly's team just won the game. How about yeah. you maybe say something nice, you dick, and then He's go to work on mopping stuff up afterwards? He's such so, an insufferable dick. I know. But my guy, Chris Broussard, who runs this podcast, is now throwing things at the wall, listening to me bash his coach again. He's got two boys. At Notre Dame, he's writing two checks to Notre Dame. I gotta ask CB. Hey CB, well, yeah, well, are, you getting CB a two, are you getting a two for one two discount? For one? <laughs> I will say Mazda for Christmas on every two because that that school is hard to get into. No, it is. No, look, I'm all about. So, okay. I'm so all he's about got some great jeans. Yeah, I'm all about the Notre Dame persona and the hype and the prestige, but I don't care for Kelly. But no, Kelly, I hate him. I, I know, hate him. I know, but Kelly's been able to win, and it's a hard thing well, to win. Well, until they get to the BCS, and then they get their asses handed to him yeah, but he's every winning. year. Okay, but we just talked about how Scott Frost ain't doing shit at Nebraska. You but, saw how yeah. Chip Kelly struggled when he went back, although big win against LSU, we think. By the way, they're, they're good, by the way. UCLA yeah, that's, is good. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Here, was, here was John McKay from NFL Films back in the day, ripping on his own team while mic'd up for the Sable Boys on NFL Films. Classic stuff. Take a listen. Oh, come on. Loading, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Great build-up, though. I, right. I was going to nail the post. Great build-up. Yeah. I think, it's, uh, I think it's Twitter not doing it correctly. Uh, maybe I'm off of... Uh, anyway, god damn it. We can... The, the reporter asked him, Coach, how do you feel about your team's execution? And he said, I'm in favor of that. In favor of right, exactly. That's Which great one. Great. Yeah. Drop a pass or a run. Otherwise, we're in great shape. Hey, what's, you, what's wrong with playing Mon in the game? Uh, he tackles. Huh? <laughs> he tackles. That's a great line. Let's put the guy in the game that, you know, actually tackles. We got all these old pros. Nobody tackles. We're trying to get the ball to keep it about a week. They show the the Rams and uh, McCutcheon. 
Who was McCutcheon? Lawrence. Lawrence McCutcheon. Lawrence McCutcheon. And the ones that aren't that are brainless. We got, uh, had to scramble out of there quite a bit, a lot of sacks. Uh, well, we didn't block. But we made up for it by not tackling. We didn't. The Bucks. We didn't block, but we made up for it by not tackling. Yeah, well, they were an 0-14 team. I, I want to say Spurrier was on that team. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yep, yep, Sex. Steve. Yep, Steve. Not a very fun year. Nope, nope. Coach McKay was pretty hard on us, but, you know, we, we deserved it. Yeah, we were not very good. Greatest coach in Southern California history. John McKay. Yes. That's right, because you are a uh, Trojan at heart. I, I am. Okay, one more, and then we're going to finish on FTG. Yeah, because I got a question, FTG question, so go ahead. Okay, do you want to do it before I launch FTG? Well, the, well, yeah, well, no, no, I'll put it in my FTG. Oh, okay, but, fine. Yeah. All right, I want to celebrate, Jay, the 10-year anniversary of one of the greatest coach riffs ever. It's the dogs and cats speech. Oh, the, from Coastal Carolina coach. David Bennett talking yeah. about we need more We need more dogs. dogs. We don't have a bunch of cats. Twelve cats live across the road. Our door's open. Screen's broke. We need to get a new screen door. But the screen's broke, so you can come in through the screen, but you can't. By the way, reporters are like, where is this going? Yeah. Why the yeah. fuck do I care about your screen door? Get back out. Of it. I turn and look. There's a little kitty cat in our, in our kitchen. Hey, so I said, kitty what cat. are you doing in here, little kitty cat? <laughs> By that time, eh, the cat turns, tries to get back out. That screen won't go Boom. that way. Cat starts going. Meow. By the way, his dialect is what I call up-tempo South Kakalaki. Yes. It's a very yes. specific. It's not a Georgia drawl. No, that's North that's North Carolina. That yeah, this is a uh this is a Carolina up tempo, high energy. Hey now, hey, hey, hey. Oh crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, it's a cat in the house. Cat, cat in the house. house. I said, it's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. That's still going crazy in there. And I told our players. You need to be more, need more dogs. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. <laughs> Looking in the mirror. Do I look, Do I look good? good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't did, need no meows. We don't need no cats. None of that made oh, any fucking God. sense. No, he did, did have a goddamn bit of sense. He did have a little bit of success, but then I think it fell off pretty quickly after that. Josh Norman's coach. Oh, he. Oh, really? Yes. Well, coach Josh Norman. How about that? Yes. Okay, here we go. Big finish, everybody. Stand by, and here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got? So I wanted to surprise the future ex, Mrs. Cottrell, on her birthday next week by taking her to a Hall of Notes concert. And I went and bought tickets. Do you know that the surcharge for these things are like 45 bucks? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't want to rail because I didn't know if they were a sponsor of the Zade cast. So I didn't want to Ticketmaster? Ticket oh, no, well, SeatGeek, well, any one of these things. Oh, it's a, whose surcharge was it? Ticketmaster or a secondary reseller like SeatGeek or Seat StubHub or something like that? They literally bent me over and treated me like, <laughs> like, uh, like um, 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 the Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay, the, well, the, the gift. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> 
By the way, I would never take Dirty Seat Geek, seat geek or Ticketmaster money. Call me Ticketmaster. Rates are negotiable. So the but ticket itself was listed at what before fees? 135 Okay. Reasonable, so, but then 46 extra dollars of fees. Twice. So the tickets were 260 plus another 90 for the charges. There you go. Man. By the way, of course she's worth it. But still, <laughs> you just fucked me. That's yeah. the worst thing ever. I, but you have to factor that in. This is the way of the world these days. And what's I getting know, worse but... is that everything is digital. Everything's on your phone. So you can no longer just hand somebody some physical tickets and say, here, have a good time. Oh, God, it was the worst thing so, ever. I, to I seat didn't geek, even get kissed y- afterwards. To SeatGeek, you say, Jay. Fuck those guys and gals. How was the concert? Oh, no, no, it's next Saturday. Oh, okay, good. We'll report back, and I'll, I can't wait to hear. Hall of yes. Notes, and who else? Oh, opening by Squeeze, my third favorite group of all time. Oh, wow. Okay, very good. My FTG is a fuck those gals? Ooh. It is. Headline, entire Time's Up board to step down amid Andrew Cuomo scandal. Oh, this is rich. Shonda Rhimes, Eva Longoria, and others step down because their group, time's up, and this sexual harassment bullshit. They were advising former Governor Andrew Cuomo during the height of his scandal. They're like, okay, here's what we can do. All right, let's just say it was this. Yeah, you've lost the plot, ladies, when you just make it, well, he's our guy politically, so we got to defend him. Fuck those gals. Goodbye. Although even Longoria is still a dime piece as she approaches 50. She's still a nine and a half. Still a nine and a half and holding steady. Jay, as always, a delight. Thank you, as always. And we will talk to you next week. And as Ken Beatrice liked to say, bye-bye now. And that is a wrap from the Mobile Strike Studio. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Zabecast. Remember, subscribe to Fridays, which are sometimes Thursdays, uh, which will be Scott and Sally in the very van coming up on tomorrow's Zabecast. Ran out of music. That's on me. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. You like easy money? Well, thanks to my bookie and their lock of the season. If either team scores in the NFL season opener, you win. A game hasn't ended 0-0 since, well, World War II, so this is a sure thing. Head to mybookie.ag, select the lock of the season, and any team scores between the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Bucks, and you win! The best bet is the one you cannot lose. MyBookie is also playing host to several exclusive contests, including their $100,000 Super Contest, and it only costs $10 to enter. There's big money on the line this season, so don't wait to get in the game. Join now. Head to MyBookie.ag today and use our promo code ZABE and instantly receive double your first deposit. That's right, double your funds to double your winnings. Again, that's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and receive double your first deposit and get started with MyBookie today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? 
sizzling to perfection. It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Dot com.